What's up everybody? This is When Killers Get Caught and my name is Brian Joyner and I am here alone. Well, not alone, but I'm alone. Um recording alone without my my lovely co-host Miss Brittany Ransom today and I'm here to entertain you today. It's just going to be me. It's the Brian show. So, we're talking about basically just creepy stuff today. I'm sorry if you're looking for true crime. It's not going to be much. Uh, I just I still have the true crime of the week and then I have my story for the week. So, that is what we got planned for today. <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you don't, that's okay as well. Um Brittany will be here next week and she'll have her Christmas story ready for you guys and I'll also have my other Christmas story for you guys so let's get into it so today we have a story from massachusetts and it's a story of you'll love to see it so this week a man in massachusetts is walking free after being incarcerated for 27 years um he was obviously wrongly convicted of murder 27 years ago in 1995 wow it's you know it's funny because i say 1995 like it's a long time ago but it's really for me it doesn't seem like it's that long ago because you know i was born in 1995 grew up in 1995 but well actually hold on i was not born in 1995 Obviously, it's more in 1988, but that's besides the point. 95 doesn't feel that long ago to me, but it's when you when you look at it, it's and they say it's 27 years ago. You're like, damn, I'm old. So this man, his name is James Lucian, and like I said, he was sentenced uh, 20 about 27 years ago uh, for a murder that he did not commit. Um, now, he was in the area. He was out uh, buying cocaine with his friend um, and his half-brother whenever this violent act uh, went down. So what happened is that, I guess, a drug deal went wrong, and that this, this um, resulted in the death of a man named Ryan Edwards. So you're asked. So I know you're asking yourself, okay. So why was this guy, you know, wrongly convicted and sentenced to life in prison? Well, the answer is obviously police corruption. Um, so between the, the years uh, 1990 and 1996, there was obvi- there was some uh, corruption going on up in Massachusetts, uh, Boston, to be more specific. There were, I guess, just cops like targeting uh, drug dealers and stuff like that, and they would, you know, do do what they do, and you you you, you get um, a young black man trying to buy some, I mean, obviously illegal drugs, um, who is then found guilty for a murder. Who, I mean, that he obviously did not commit so um lucian's you know attorney was like okay they 
these police or whoever these detectives, they did not investigate, you know, this murder properly. So, you know, this just just basically like he's basically saying like this whole case should just be thrown out. And just was like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay, I see. I see where you're going with this. I, you know, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how law works. I talked to Bernie about that. Oh God. Um. So anyway, there there were a lot of police that were uh, involved in this corruption between 1990 and 1996. Uh, they conspired to sp- conspire conspired to lie, rob, steal from drug de- dealers, and they submitted like false arrest warrants um and this is how they would just like steal from drug dealers and just get them out of their way so yeah after 27 years of being in jail for basically doing nothing except for you know buying illegal substances um not murdering a man uh mr lucian is walking free and we love to see it. This is love to see it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I got for this week. All right. So enough of me being silly and awkward. This week I am keeping in the spirit of Christmas. Uh, by talking about toys. More specifically, dolls. <laughs> yeah, it's another doll episode. So, dolls. They're creepy little pricks, right? We hate to see them. Um, anyway, let's talk about one of the more famous, infamous, whatever dolls. Um, and we're going to talk about one of the most infamous, inf- whatever. And I kind of feel bad about talking about this one today because, like I said, Brittany is not here, so I can't really get her reactions about who I'm talking about because she, like, I'm sure she'll love it. But that's what you get for trying to be healthy. You're freaking nerd. Um, anywho, there has been a doll that's always fascinated me, and. That's Robert the Doll. Uh, Robert the Haunted Doll. I guess that's the full name they give this man. Uh, so, for something without, like, an actual face. Like, I don't think his face is, like, real. It's, like, sold on, but whatever. And, like, looking at him gives me the creep sometimes. And it's funny because people say, like, I can sense his eyes following me. This doll has black beads for eyes. How do you know he's looking at you? I don't, I don't know. I just, it's a creepy looking doll. I loved, I love the story behind it. So I'm going to share that with y'all who have not heard the story before. So this story starts out with a boy who receives a doll on his birthday. This is one of the stories, um, one of the origin stories, uh, is that Robert was received on this young man's birthday. His name is Robert Eugene Otto. Ooh, the doll was named Robert after Eugene, or Robert, Robert's name, whatever, you know what I mean. Uh, 
So the boy, his name is Robert Eugene Otto. Uh, his, he goes by Eugene. So we're going to refer to him as Eugene or Gene, as he used to go by as well. So Gene gets this doll from his grandfather who who's coming back from a trip from Germany. And Eugene, he falls in love with this doll automatically, and he names him Robert, of course, after himself. Or I think he he's like he names him Robert or somebody names him Robert. It's it's he's named after Eugene. And like I said, this boy, this young boy, he was in love with this doll. He borderline obsessed with this doll, <laughs> I will say. He took Robert everywhere he went. It was just like a Christopher Christopher Robin and his Pooh Bear. Just everywhere Christopher went, Pooh Bear followed. And that was, you know, the same with Eugene and Robert. So, Eugene, dragging this doll around. Oh, did I mention? Robert is, like, three feet tall. And Eugene, I think he's around eight at this time, so they're almost about the same height. And just imagine this young child just dragging this kid, this other kid around that's the same size as him. Oh, goodness. It's just, you, you gotta see it. I love it. I'd love to see it. Oh. And what else does Robert look like? Well, Robert is, is a stuffed doll. He's, I guess, well, he he was at probably at the time pale. Um, he has black beady eyes, like black eyes. His eyes are just black. <laughs> he has a sewn-on face. There's nothing like nothing really. I don't know. It's just if you look at it, you, you understand why I get the creeps from. But he's wearing a sailor suit, and he's just like a little, you know, little boy's doll. I think he has like a little pet lion with him too, which is really adorable. So, like I said, Eugene, Robert, everywhere, all the time. Let's get it. So, like a little boy, <laughs> so like all little boys would do. Oh, oh, at least I know me and my son. So. You know, they when they when they're playing with their toys, they make up voices for them, or you know, they sit there and they talk to maybe talk to their toys. If they're a lonely little child, they sit and talk to their toys, and this is what Eugene did with Robert. So they you know have little conversations together. You hear, you know, people would hear Eugene just whispering into Robert's ear, whispering to Robert, and you know, that's completely normal for a boy eight years old. Um. The only problem is, is that sometimes there was a voice that was answering Eugene back, and it was not the not the voice of like a, a you know another young child. It was a deeper voice that was answering him back, which kind of freaked. I don't want to say it freaked a lot of people out. <clears throat> now, this would only of course escalate after a while you know you start hearing a voice then things start to get a little bit more i guess physical i could say um there would be times where you know eugene was in his room with robert and there was just like this loud angry commotion going on like everything being overturned things being droned stuff like that and 
you know, when when Eugene's family would come in or, you know, his parents would come in, like, yo, what's up? And he'd just be like, Robert did it. And, of course, that's like go-to kids thing, blaming a doll or blaming your inanimate object. This this toy did it. I didn't do this. No, no, no. That was that was Robert. Robert's in here causing a scene, making a mess. I don't know what's got into him today, but this boy is crazy. Though as funny as that sounds, it 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 would be funny. But when Eugene was telling his parents this, Eugene was like cowering on his bed with Robert on the other side of the room where the freaking chaos was uh, happening. So, uh, so his parents were like, hmm, okay, well, since this doll is causing so much trouble down here and moving around and drawing things around, we don't, we don't want anything to be broken anymore, Eugene. So we're going to send Robert to the attic, okay? We're going to, you know, we're going to put Robert away for a while so he can calm down and (laughs) and stop freaking out so much and apparently it was his eugene's aunt who put robert in the attic saying this all has got to go and there there's rumors that said aunt died later on that night after robert was put in the attic so Ooh, spooky. <laughs> um, so despite despite Robert, you know, being put in the attic, the whole family would still hear, you know, movement up in the attic. So you they'd hear like something moving in the attic. Either Robert or some type of squirrel or mouse or something is running around. Um they didn't, obviously, you know, parents, I'm not sure if the parents thought it was Robert, but to me, I didn't like, oh, something got in the attic. Oh, well, um, I, I say that until later on in the story, you hear Robert, he starts to giggle um, in the middle of the night while he's in the attic. So that's, uh, that's not a squirrel. I'm not, I'm pretty sure squirrels can't giggle. So after a while, you know, Robert's taken back down from the attic. Um, and this is when, you know, Eugene is older. So, so he, he takes Robert down from the attic and he sits him by the window. And Robert's, you know, creepy, creepy three foot doll just looking out the window. He's sitting, I'm pretty sure he's sitting in a chair or something. At this time, and there, like people who would walk by the house, they look up to the window. They see Robert, like, "Oh, hey, there's Eugene's Robert doll. That is so adorable." Sort of, not really. It's kind of creepy looking. And then you know they they turn away and then they look back and then the doll will be gone. And they look away again, and then the doll would be back like why why are you doing these things so of course with robert still being there um a a lot of people were just like "Mm -mm." 
look, look, Eugene, like we, we love you. We love you so much. We love you and your wife, you know, all this good stuff. But, um, that I, I, I can't be, we, we can't be over here with, with Robert still here. Like that doll is freaking creepy, man. It's, it must be haunted. Like get rid of it. And after a while, Eugene's like, all right, all right. So somebody else was like, all right, we can't, I, I can't stand this doll. He has to go back to the attic. So someone else put Rock, uh, Robert in the attic. And apparently throughout this whole time, um, like throughout this whole story, like as Eugene's a kid and as he's a, an adult, Robert gives Eugene commands and he like orders him around sometimes so you know robert being back in the attic he's like all right fuck this i I don't i don't like this like i don't want to be in the attic i don't like nobody gets to see me so i need people to see me i need people to interact with me i need people to be scared of me (laughs) not scared of me whatever (laughs) so he robert's like you know he, he orders eugene to like put him in i guess it's called the turret room of the house um which was overlooking the street so robert's like put me in this room i want to be in this room by myself and i want to be looking over the street so gene's like all right fine let's do this um eugene spent basically all of his time in the turret room with Robert uh, as he's getting older and older and older and older and, you know, just hanging out with his doll, like the boy, like, like when he was a boy, um, he did this until he died in 1974. Now, of course, story does not end here because this episode will be way too short for that. Um, so, after Eugene dies, you know, his, there, there's a woman who, who buys the house. Um, her name is Myrtle Ruder. I'm going to go with that. Um, and she was, I guess, a person who was in the house at the time when Eugene was alive. And she basically was like, yeah, everything that happened with this weird looking doll, um, it's all true. Like, I saw him, he would, he'd be in one room this minute, and then you go do something else, and then Robert's in the freaking dining room. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't understand how this happened. Like, no one was touching this boy, but the doll moved. So, Miss Myrtle, she keeps Robert, um, and obviously because, you know, I guess he's part of the house now. So, this is Robert's house. Eugene's dead. It was Robert's house. I mean, Myrtle may have bought it, but let's let's be honest. It was Robert's house. So, whenever she had visitors over, you know, they'd be like, is there, (laughs) is that the, Robert's face would change. Now, Look, look this man up. I, I dare you. Google this man. Google Robert the doll. Okay. And look at his stitched face. It's just like stitching on his face. I don't get how, like, I don't get how you call that a face. But anyway, they would say that his 
face would change when anybody would like talk bad about Eugene in the house. So Robert's like, all right, first of all, you can't be talking about my man Eugene like that because he's, first of all, he's dead. How are you going to talk bad about the dead? <laughs> second of all, I got my name on it. So basically, you're talking bad about me and I ain't having that. So, so, so Myrtle's like, I am not keeping this creepy doll in my house any longer. So she don't, she donates uh, Robert to the Force E Force the uh, I cannot speak the Fort East Martello Museum that's in Key West, Florida, which is basically where all this. I think this this whole story took place in Florida. So this is the Florida story. Yay! So this is where Robert's at basically today. Uh, he's in this museum, the Fort East. Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. If you want to go see him, he is there. Um, but there are, I guess, not rules, but I'd say be careful when you go there, and I'll explain why. And before I explain why, let me go back a little bit. So, Robert's origins, uh, where he was made, it, of course, it was in Germany. Um and it's from the Steve company, and they are toy makers, of course. Um, and they are the people who basically created teddy bears, and they named a teddy bear. Actually, teddy bear, did you know, did you know that the teddy bear got his name in honor of Theodore Roosevelt, the president at the time? Did you know that? Now you know. And also, still, still being backwards. Um, there's, there's another story about Roger, uh, Robert, not Roger. God, Robert. Um, God, he's gonna get me now. Goodness, I'm sorry, Robert. <laughs> there's a story that, and it kind of explains. I, it doesn't explain, but there's another theory about how Robert came to be. Um, so it's basically like. Eugene's family, the the Otto family, um, they mistreated the servants or their maids a lot. So one of the maids um, was apparently caught using voodoo, and she she was the one that gave Robert to Eugene. And like she was fired as soon as she was caught doing voodoo, and then she she gave Robert to Eugene, and she like basically this story is basically saying that Robert's cursed, like with the he's a voodoo doll to curse the whole Otto family because of their mistreatment from you know to the mistreatment of their help and stuff, which I you know I I I, I could see. You know, I fucks with it. Okay, that's a that's a nice story. I can I can see it, you know how that could happen, but I don't know. It all depends. You believe in voodoo or not. So anyway, here's Robert. He's in his museum. Everybody's like, "Whoa, there's a haunted doll in the museum. Let's go check it out." So people would go check out Robert in his, you know, I guess the the museum 
they you know they put him in his little chair he has this little toy lion with it who does not look like a lion anymore it probably it kind of looks like a bear that he's holding but it's uh it's actually a lion um and you know tv shows tv reporters go there and people would just go and you know, and say hi, you know what's up? What's up, Robert? You know, sometimes, sometimes they'd say what's up, Robert, and sometimes people would be nice to Robert, and uh, sometimes people would, sometimes people would not be nice to Robert, and they would go home, and then bad things would start happening to them, and 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 this is funny because you know. <laughs> bad things are happening to you and you're like oh shit was this because i bad uh, bad i was fucking with the doll on that freaking museum tour so <clears throat> obviously a lot of super sisters people go there to see robert so they're like okay how do i fix this so a lot of people write letters to robert and robert gets it says like at least one to three letters a day from people who write to him and you know what I kind of wish I was that popular. Like, do do I just have to like put curses on people just so they can make like write me letters? Because I, I will do it. I will do it. Okay. But yeah, it's like some people who visit Robert who may have upset him um, have reported like just like some like from small things like being burned with hot water or. They missed their flights or um, <clears throat> they got divorced after after meeting this doll. Um, <clears throat> and apparently, like, there are rules to, uh, to seeing Robert, of course. And I think, let me, let me see. Hold on. Let me find them real quick. Okay. So these are the rules like the tour the tour guide rules they like tour the tour guide will give you the rules <clears throat> before you even lay eyes on this young man um and they are as follows you must greet and introduce yourself to robert and if you want to take a picture with rob uh, of robert uh you must first ask him to take a picture and you cannot leave the museum without saying goodbye to Robert. Like, I don't care. Like, they don't care if you're on the other side of the museum. You're like, all right, I've seen enough. And you want straight to the exit. No, 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 no. You got to go back and see Robert. You got to make sure you go back and say goodbye, Robert. Thank you for having me visit you today. Huh. Goodness. Could you, like, like I mean, I could, I like, that's not too much to ask for like just like hey my name's brian nice to meet you robert yo can i take a picture of you can i can i get in the picture with you can we take pictures together robert like obviously you can say where you're at but you're like pictures yes okay cool let's go uh, <laughs> and then obviously you say goodbye so there's this one guy uh i guess a reporter yes um no not a reporter um, it's, it's a, yes, a reporter, but it's it's not a guy; it's a woman. Um, <laughs> so she had visited Robert. You know, she follows all the rules. Blah blah, blah. and, and the, she starts having problems after you know seeing Robert. So she um, 
she sends him an email. She emails Robert, and this is what her email says. It's uh, The title says, Sorry, Robert. And it goes as follows. Hey, Robert, hope you're doing well. Just wanted to apologize if we had set you on Friday at night. If so, I'm really, really sorry. We have had the worst bout of bad luck ever since we met you. On Saturday, our flights got delayed and they lost our luggage. The airline still has no idea where it is. I'm not sure if I came off as insecure, insincere uh, when I saw you, but I thought you were the coolest doll ever and told everybody so. Hope you're staying cool in the summer heat. Please forgive me. And her name is Murphy Mor- Moroni? Morone. Uh, yeah. So another, uh, I guess, uh, one, somebody else that was on the flight with her also wrote a letter or email to Robert. And it goes as follows. Robert, we're sorry if you felt disrespected by our visit on Friday night. We should have taken our time with you more seriously. While traveling home the next day, we experienced serious delays and lost our bag, which had never happened to my wife. Oh, it's, it's his, uh, it's her husband. Okay. It should happen to my wife or me. Um, hopefully you can accept our apology and help our bag find its way home. Thank you, Chris and Murphy. Can you, can you imagine just, like, getting apology letters like that? Like, I am so sorry that I did not spend as much time with you as I should have when I came to visit you. When I get visitors, I'm like, you're here for five minutes? All right, guys, I'll see you next time. I'm going to go take a nap. <sighs> Robert's like, no, I need your attention. So, apparently, after uh, these two, you know, they write their emails to Robert they go to sleep. Um, they wake up the next day. They call the airlines, you know, looking for the luggage again. And guess what? They find their luggage. So maybe apologizing to Robert is the way to go if you upset this man. Like, it's like, oh, it's like going to, um, it's like going to Hawaii and, taking something from like the volcano there like the people like you know the guys they tell you don't take anything from the volcanoes here or you know you, you'll, you'll get cursed and these they show you like letters of people who have you know who written back to to the island and there's like i apologize how do i get this curse off of me and they're like just you know send send whatever you took you know back to us and it should you, you know you should be fine I should I should cover that again. When is it? oh Paley's curse? That's what it is. Paley's curse. Yes, if you take a a rock or anything, take a rock. You take sand, a grain of sand from there. You, you're you're sol. So if they tell you not to take anything, listen to them. Don't take shit. Like be respectful of where you go to visit. I'm almost done. I swear. So, I've, I you know as you know looking up articles about this this man Robert, um, there are a few things that I could tell you about him. So, Robert appears to be aging. Um, 
as what people say, he appears to be aging, getting older. I mean, he's a stuffed doll. Obviously, things deteriorate over time. But, you know, whatever. Um, they say his hair, his hair, which was blonde before, I guess, is now turning grayish. And you can just see, like, his stuffed lion is just not a lion anymore. <laughs> it's not a lion anymore. Um, and... They sell, like, they're, you can get a replica of this little, you can get a replica of Robert, like, a little replica of him, like a mini-me from the museum, I guess. And it comes with a note, <laughs> and it says, thank you for your order. Take good care of my mini-me. I have my eye on you, Robert. And, you know, if that's not creepy, I don't know what it is. I kind of want one, though, because they look creepy as hell. I want one. They look creepy as hell, and it's going to be sitting in my room. It's going to scare the kids. I love that idea so much. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, I don't want to touch Daddy's creepy doll. And I'm like, yes, stay out of my room. Also, Robert's lion, who I keep mentioning, is, his name is Leo. Leo the lion. Okay, so before I end this episode, I want to read some more of these letters that were written to Robert because... I I just find them very fascinating to to me. Like they're very fascinating. So I am going to read like I don't know a few like where are we at half an hour. I'm good to go. So <laughs> I'm going to read like a, a handful of these letters to you guys. So this one reads, "Dear Robert, my name is Andrew. I'm a 17 year old boy. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Have you met a poltergeist?" Have you done any good deeds before, or has anyone done good deeds in front of you? How does it feel knowing that some people are scared of you? How do you communicate with people in person? Has anyone ever called you a secret weapon before? Don't worry, I'm not trying to compete with you or anything. And that's where the letter ends up. I don't, I don't get the secret weapon thing i gotta look into that now goodness gracious um let's see robert i just wanted to let you know that i unlike my friends have total respect for you when i questioned your powers last fall i missed my flight from miami and nearly missed an important court date this weekend when i related when i when I related my tragic tale to my friends, they openly questioned whether you even existed, much less your powers of revenge. Well, the next day, one of them had a flight, uh, had a flat, this person cannot spell, whoever typed this up, they cannot spell, it says flight tire, and I'm like, what the hell is a flight tire? It's a flat tire, um, and the others were trapped in traffic. On Interstate 90. Perhaps now they understand. Now, perhaps now they understand. I fervently, I fervently hope they will cease their mockery. Maybe even some will venture to your wonderful home and pay you a friendly visit. In the meantime, let me say, let me just say that I appreciate your attention. Er, uh, no. A tunation of Tropical Storm Fay 
and hope that the other denizens of Key West are appropriately grateful. Sincerely, Chris Illinois. P.S. Say, please say hello to Elena for me. Huh. That's a nice letter. Does obviously he says something to upset Robert, and Robert's like, "All right, boy, you gonna get it." Um, and your friend's talking about him to me too. You gonna get it? Oh no, Robert, look, I did not mean any of the things that I said when I said you look weird and like your eyes were just black beady things. I mean they are, but like, hey, okay, don't curse me, please. I got enough going on in my life right now. Um. <laughs> Another letter goes, Dear Robert, you are an inspiration. You are my hero. I have created my own Robert the doll, and he watches TV with me in my chair at night. My wife and children do not understand me. My Robert the doll is the only one who listens. I don't know what I would do without Robert the doll. Your friend, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Hopefully his... His wife and children that they're, um, <laughs> that one was, I don't know what to say about that one. Um, okay, last one, last one, last one, last one. Um, I would like to apologize for not asking permission. I did not, I did say thank you though. No disrespect was meant, and I do apologize. Take care, Robert. Uh, and I'm guessing this one is from a woman. Her name is Laura. And she took a picture of Robert without asking permission. But she did say thank you to him. Um, now, let's see if she said goodbye to him. I don't know. But, okay. I said that was the last one. But this is not the last one. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. <laughs> this is this is like my favorite one. Robert. I should have listened to those who warned me about pho- photographing you. I paid for the few photos I took. Listed below is the trouble you caused me. One, my two favorite souvenirs from Key West came up missing. Two, upon returning my car rental, an unexplained $50 charge showed up on my credit card. Three, the hotel I had reservations at, you gave my room to someone else. You, Robert, did it. I don't know how you did how you can work at a hotel, but you gave my room to somebody else. Four. On my return flight home, you gave me the, the same seat number as another passenger. Like, obviously, Robert, not only do you sit at the museum all day, but you work at a hotel. And then, not only that, you go and work at the airline. Like, you have so many jobs. Like, ah, oh God. All right, five. And when I went to retrieve my luggage at the airport, it wasn't on the carousel it was assigned to you put it two carousels further down mine was the only one that was on the wrong carousel how how are you psychically moving things now robert my god six you had my loving cat greet my return home by biting me because Obviously, cats don't just bite people out of nowhere. That's not a thing. Like, cats aren't dicks. God. Um, and 
seven, of course. You made me late for work on my first day back from vacation. Obviously, you you control what's going on in my life so much that you may be late for work. I wish I could blame a doll for me being late for, to work all the time because then I wouldn't get in trouble as much. <laughs> oh, goodness. But that's what I got for Mr. Robert the doll. It probably would have been longer if Brittany was here. <clears throat> She'd probably have a lot to say about Robert. I'm pretty sure she loves Robert the doll. Um, I'm pretty sure Mr. Zach has been to see Robert. Pretty sure he has. Goodness. Um, so thank you guys for listening this week. I do apologize for Brittany not being here again. Um, things came up. Illness came up. So she. this is why she's not here today. So don't hold it against her for, you know, leaving me in charge. <laughs> Um, so if, if, if you guys can take a second out of your day, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple or anywhere else, you can leave a review on, um, do that. Give us five stars on Apple. You can also leave a review on our website when killers get Um, we do have a lovely Patreon, which we just got like a new Patreon, Patreon subscriber, like a day or two ago, which Hey, hi, thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, and what else do we have? Coming? We have like new merch coming up. I'm, I'm, I, I specifically am really excited for the new merch coming up because it's a design. <laughs> it's a design I had, I had a friend make and it's going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely. You guys are going to love it. I swear you will. Um, but other than that, uh, Brittany will be back next week, and we'll return to our regularly scheduled program next week. Um, and that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.